0: Hi everyone, it's Natalie Torme here and welcome to the Paramedic Movement Podcast. This is a recording of a help desk. I'm very grateful that people allow me to record the help desk. If you're yet to book in the help desk, you can get an introductory offer of five buck freebie, and that will allow you with a 30 minutes one-on-one with me um, for $5. Now, if you've already taken advantage of that, I will record all my five buck freebies so we can get more information out to you. Otherwise, you're more than welcome to book in a 30 minute session with me, and it'll be a private one-on-one, and you can do this via the learning. Hub. Enjoy this recording and thank you so much for our participant for allowing me to share this information with you today.
1: I am uh, wanting some information on how to go from the course to delivering sessions because I'm almost at the end of the course um, and getting all my certificates and everything. um, So, kind of yeah, some help with the next step in getting bookings. Yep. All right, cool.
0: I'm not sure whether we've spoken before or whether it was Tegan or Kelly. Have we spoken uh, personally Tegan. before or no?
1: No, Tegan, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, cool. So before we move on, just give us a little bit of details where you're from, um, how can you started Paramedic, um, and then we can start trying to develop a little bit of a plan together.
1: Yep. Um, so I am a registered nurse, um, I'm from Churnside Park and I've got uh, two little kids, a three-and-a-half-year-old and one-and-a-half-year-old. And, one and, um, and I found Parent Medic, I think, where after I had my first son. I actually did the, um, when it was Wonder Woman children. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I that's really me.
0: I only just linked the two. I think you delivered the course that I did. I'm just thinking if it was yeah okay. So if anyone was listening to this, um, so previously when it was just me, it was Wonder Woman Children, um, long time ago. You know that name was so funny, but I didn't even think I was really going to have a business. And um, if you've had opportunity to listen to why I started up the organization, I mentioned that I had a mom who really wanted some help, and I thought, oh screw it, you know, I'll do the ABA call it Wonder Woman, whatever. And, yeah. Um, yeah, then it grew. So it might have been me. That's really exciting. Do you remember what location? I'm going to try and see if my brain can remember. Um, I can't remember. I still have the pamphlet on my fridge. So <laughs> your west I'm suburbs?
1: In. Um, Eastern suburbs. But eastern? I know I drove about 45 minutes or an hour to, it was at a sporting venue. Keysborough. Yes, I think so. Yeah. That is it. Oh my I'm gosh. pretty Wow. That every time I watch the videos, I'm like, I'm sure that was <laughs> No, it would have been me.
0: Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I had two three oh what was it? Three other educators eventually. But if it yeah. was it was Keys Bar, which was a like a leisure center. Like yes. a sporting like, basketball yep. courts and stuff. Yeah. <gasps> oh was one of my first like real yeah. sessions did
1: you enjoy it? <laughs> I loved it i loved it i brought my husband and my friend along oh mm.
0: my god that's so cool i love how it just comes out anyway yeah, that's me um that's yeah, awesome yeah. okay
1: pregnant then and then obviously yes. from following you on facebook then parent medic would keep coming up um and i was yes. a while ago and just never you know went any further and then um at the moment like being home with my kids and um everything that's going on i thought like um you know i really want to do something that's um i'm more passionate about and that's yeah. a bit more flexible with the kids and then it just popped back into my head and i was like i'm doing it <laughs> so good on yeah all yeah. right cool
0: so how long did it take for you to finish the course
1: um not very long i've um okay, good. like um a week I've just been um smashing it out when I can and at night time
0: yeah okay. um, and you're enjoying it
1: yeah it's loving it yeah I'm so glad that I um sent the email and
0: yeah well yeah, done do yeah looking you know it takes you know for me I, I'm always learning new stuff but every single time you know it takes a lot of discipline to complete things and and to actually get motivated. I was just thinking this morning I'm feeling so unmotivated I was looking at my kids cozy bed and they've got a TV and I was like, oh I've got so jumping there. So it takes a bit of motivation to get it done. All right, cool. So give us before we just move forward on what maybe your possible next steps are, um, what's your background? And not, not that it matters, but it's just good for me to know because we can work with your strengths. Um so a registered
1: nurse on a um specialist medical ward.
0: Okay, um, yep.
1: So it's adult nursing, um Yes. And you still uh, with nursing or? Uh, yes, I'm currently on um, leave at the moment. Um, okay. Yeah, yes. still there. I've been there for five years, I think now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you loving
0: it? Do you love hospital? I'm not a hospital nurse. I'm a primary healthcare nurse. So do you- um, are you still loving being in the hospital? or No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's fine to admit, you know. It's so funny because I think sometimes we get really, um, I don't know, it's like a shame to admit that we don't like something anymore. Yeah. I've
1: always kind of, when I went into nursing, I've always said, you know, I didn't want to do ward nursing or, and it's been great for the experience um, and to learn. Um, But I think, yeah, this has given me that real push to, to go on to something that I'm more interested in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny that I do a bit of work with ACNA, Australian Primary Nurses Association, and they were really wonderful. So I never, ever got the opportunity of being a hospital nurse I um towards the end of my degree ended up with severe anxiety disorder and every time and it probably was linked to my mum becoming really unwell and every time I went to hospital I, I couldn't I just had like a million panic attacks so I was really lucky that I got I had a guided pathway into general practice and I love it so much <laughs> I absolutely love it but there is this stigma about you know, on nursing just hospital. There's so many different nursing jobs out there. And, and education is one of them that's really valuable. Yeah. Um. So, all right, let's do this. So if you were to do a dream booking, and we're going to pretend it's not COVID-19 because that's an easy pathway. We can talk about it at the end. But if you were really sitting down thinking about who would you love to teach this to, private, public, um, whatever it is, kind of where are you envisioning yourself? Like where where does it feel the best? Um,
1: uh, families and okay. um, mother's groups, I think.
0: Yep. All right, cool. Um, and so you still feel yeah. well connected to mother's groups. So, for example, my kids are 9 and 11 and I love mother's groups, um, yeah. but I might be a little bit out of date, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So if I was to go back into it, I'd probably choose parents where at second, third, fourth baby, you know what I mean? They might have some little older yeah. ones. So I think, um, you know, one of the main things when you're starting out is so often people will go, I just want to service all parents. I just, I really want to service all parents. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I'm going to speak to the parents of this group and then I've got some mums that go to the gym and obviously it's really hard to COVID 19 but um, and I've got mums that um, do jibberu down the road and I've got mums that do this and mums that do that oh what about the mums that meet at the cafe in the mornings and I, it's so important there is so many humans out there don't stress you're not going to miss out on anything but it's so important to teach people that you get because I, you know often when we're trying to spread ourselves really really thin and trying to teach demographics that maybe we just don't get their problems maybe we don't understand Um, You know, for example, in Northern Territory, I still remember because I was was thinking, how would I cope with this? And I did go up and do some teaching there. But one of my educators said, you know, someone said, oh, how am I meant to put hot water on a burn when there's only hot water that comes out of the (laughs) taps? And I was like, oh, my God, that's, you know, something you just don't even think. You think you go in, you run the same information. It should pretty much be the same for everyone. Um, You know, another education session I did was um, it was in at some of um, the transitional housing in the city and the person was determined that you shove your finger in a tomato for a burn and there's the cold running water was just like a non-issue. And why I bring that up is because I felt really confident in some of those areas and some that I don't. So as much as you're always going in and teaching first aid, you kind of want to find your niche at the same token and that niche is generally just your community. So try not to spread your wings too far. So, you yeah. know, for example, there's a, there's a wonderful Christian mother's group, really great, but you probably might go in there if you're someone that's not religious or mm-hmm. um, the Australian Breastfeeding Association. They love running education for their parents' groups, but you might not go in there if you're really anti that culture, you know, mm-hmm. if you've had a negative personal experience. So um, I think the first step in any sort of marketing or working out your next steps is going, who is in my direct network? So without pen and paper, it's quite hard to explain. But if you're standing there you drew one little circle around you, You'll yep. probably find maybe there's 10 people in that direct network. And then if you will draw a bigger circle, so you're probably hoping you're picturing the diagram, then there's another 30 people. And then you draw a really, really big circle and there might be another 100. Yep. And I think sometimes we jump straight to the 100 because we're like, I want to get the most exposure. These are the people that, you know, that's where everyone's at. But the problem is those people don't trust you or know you. And so it's really, really important. And sometimes it takes a bit of bravery to step out into your own community because that's when you get people going, oh, what do you do? And who are you? Blah, blah, blah. You know, even me, it takes a little bit to kind of re-tap into my own local community. But even if there's only 20 at that inner circle by your side, those 20 people will go tell another 20 and another 20. And what happens when you start with those people? They're the ones that are going to go, oh, my God, Elise is so amazing. And they're going to be like, oh, no, but Jenny knows Elise. She's really trustworthy. Oh, but you know, Jenny. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean so there's this constant flow so you can still access that whole hundred yeah but by the time you get to that hundredth person it's word of mouth it's not just you going hey look at me buy from me you know and I think that's probably um really really important so when you go and I can highly recommend that you start if you just google a marketing plan um if you're going to the COVID-19 package I don't know whether you've watched any of the recordings yet um but a lot of that stuff is about what I'm talking about now. So it's, what we've done with COVID-19, have you watched, have you watched any recordings? You're not going to get in trouble if you say no. <laughs> no, that's what I'm up to. Perfect. In, in okay. The business what, one last night, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So what we're going to do, because you, we need to develop a marketing plan, right? Um, and hopefully I've just got your mind thinking a little bit, who is in my direct network? Don't get overwhelmed by doing everyone. Yeah. Um, Just think about who is in your exact direct network. Were you someone that really enjoyed breastfeeding? Were you maybe part of a natural parenting group or? not part of a wine drinking mum's group. It doesn't matter. Just start with your your niche, the people you get, um, mm. and just get a pen and paper. I have a notebook. I carry. I have notebooks everywhere, actually, in the car, beside my bed, 3 a.m. journal, my, on my dining table. Mm. Um, so I know when I get that moment of, oh, my God, what about that person? And I'll quickly write them down. Um, the second step is then trying to connect with those people. So um, it's just, I don't know, I'm an avid stalker. I'll say over and over again. Um, it's just going into your, your stalker mode. Um, so you can find them on LinkedIn. You can find out what, you know, if you're already in some groups, speak to admin, how you can connect with super pe- some people or is there some people in the local community that are some really, doing some really cool stuff. Um, often services that you may visit. So maybe you went to a neonatal, um, you know, Cairo that you got along with really well. Um, and look, if you're not someone that talks to people, now's the opportunity. There's a really valid point in making sure that when you do meet people, you're nice to them um, because you'll find that you will go back to those circles. So just starting writing down those leads, starting to try to connect with them on Facebook. LinkedIn is really appropriate. So for example, it is at Cairo um, or maybe it's a paediatric doctor. If someone's got a profile on LinkedIn and you ask to connect with them and they allow it, then that's them giving you permission to contact them. So um, LinkedIn's a really, really good place for that. And often, for example, if I go into a business, I'll find out who works there. I won't message or email the business, but I'll try and connect with the people that work on LinkedIn. So start formulating that plan. The second yeah. thing is um, start doing the COVID-19. Now, what we did with the COVID-19 workshops, very, very specifically, um, I decided to run the workshops to show you what it looks like to create a product and then market the product. So it goes through all the way from who are your consumers, what is their problem, how we're addressing it, what are their emotions, creating a marketing plan. Now that you have a marketing plan, how are you going to contact these people? So we go through something that's called copy. Um, copy is really just how you're telling your story so people receive it, um, mm-hmm. whether it's via a social media post or email. So the, those COVID-19 workshops very, very intentionally will take you through that whole journey Um, so you, then hopefully what you can do is take that out. And then when you go to do in-person events, you can do a new plan for in-person events. So, um, that's definitely my recommendation on your next step is starting to watch those workshops. There's probably a good six hours worth of content there, but what you'll get by the end of it is, um, a marketing plan for the digital product and a full understanding of how you make one, um. And it's a fun, fun process. So, And then once you've done that, you can obviously start selling the digital product. Um, They're going really, really well. The next EOI is in May. And then Mm -hmm. when it comes, no one knows when this time will come, but when the time comes that we can do in-person events, you can follow that exact same process. So what I recommend, because you don't want to go through those recordings again, is maybe getting an exercise book and writing the steps that you took as you go through the workshops and using that as your template. For anything that you do so at the end if you turn around and go right I want to start running some sessions in partnership with I don't know I'm just guessing like my local antenatal person they have a space we're going to start running some events you would do that marketing plan for that at the end of it if you turn around and said oh look you know I really want to facilitate running some sessions in partnership with my local community center you do a marketing plan for that you've it's really important to get in that habit of doing one for each, if you project-based planning, if you want to put it that way. Or if someone says, hey, we own swim schools and we'd love to give everyone that books in for sessions a free 15-minute, you know, session, I don't know, on CPR, will you come and run it for them? You're going to do a separate marketing plan for that. So the um, the biggest probably disadvantage that I see anyone make, and I made these mistakes myself, is... A not doing that because they're boring. Even I hate doing them. <laughs> they're not boring. At the end you go, no. oh, it wasn't that bad. But it's literally like when you're staring at your house, you want to vacuum. And when you vacuum, you're like, this feels so good. You
1: know? yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's got that feeling to it. But it's so, and then stick that up on the wall. I can't tell you how much substance there is to writing something down and it coming true. Sometimes, and like I told you, I've got exercise books everywhere. I'll just pick up an exercise book and I'll go back to something that I wrote down, even if it's a rough note. And I swear to God, 95% of it comes true. Like it trips me out. Every new year I do a diary. I don't look at it again, but I write a diary of all my dreams and goals Some. It's funny because when I look back, the ones that come true were probably not really honest ones to myself. Like, nah, I want to make a million bucks. Type ones, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those ones that come true, out of their way. Yeah. But it's amazing how how they do. So I, for example, whether you have a notebook, um, a pin board, like make it, make it stop for a moment and get one. Like, or it's a whiteboard. Or what I've got at home is like an art wall. I just got some pegs. Um, just got some string. And put it along and then I use pegs to peg up all my notes and plans. But, um, yeah, and start doing that. So, yeah, so the biggest, you know, disadvantage is when I see people not contextualising their market plan because you can get lost. You can get lost so easily. And what breaks my heart about people getting lost is um, because no one has that much time. (laughs) I'm a parent. We don't have much time. So the time you spend, make it bloody worth it. you know i can sit there doing stupid stuff and sometimes i do for fun i'm not gonna lie my brain goes there you know just before i was like i'm gonna do a new facebook cover for the not-for-profit you know that i manage and i'm this is fun you know i just think that's that's not really getting much results that's fine allow that sometimes but be fully conscious that's what you're doing because often someone might go but now i've worked for 20 hours on it and i'm like yeah but what you do i'm like oh you know i um I did this and did that. And I'm like, cool. So what was the result you wanted from that? Oh, you know, this is where people go, why can't I have a social media page? I'm like, it's a waste of time. Trust me. Yeah. It's great for branding. Let us do it. But do not spend six hours away from special time with your family thinking that's going to get you bookings because it helps, yeah. you know, engaging helps, but that's not a plan. So anyway, yeah. So definitely start with the COVID-19 workshops. Yeah. That's where I was getting with that.
1: Perfect. <laughs> so with the um,
0: <laughs> the
1: marketing plan so
0: do an individual one for each like area Are don't do it yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah don't get too crazy like don't do 10 now yeah do whatever resonates with you right now okay um so for example Shelly and Canberra's do some really cool stuff with other providers to new mums they're all going to do like an online event yeah um they're not teaching in that event because that's not part of the license. We haven't approved live events. And if you want to know why, um, it's all in the COVID-19 manual. Us team leaders did a bit of a review whether um, learners will get the outcomes that A, that they deserve online or, or B, is it even accessible for parents to sit at a computer live um, and it's just not, it's not possible. We don't want to put our brand to it, but you can read more about it there. Yes. But for example, Shelley's going to do like a 15 minute intro and then that's going to refer back to her affiliate link with the online product. Um, and anyone that's selling the online product makes 50% of every sale. So um, that that's what her marketing plan would be right now. But for example, you know, many years ago, I remember when secondary drowning was a really big thing um, and I was really passionate to get the word out there, then that was my plan. You know, it changes. I wouldn't want to recommend changing them too often, maybe every three months. Okay. Yeah. If if need be, you might find something that you just like, my jam was not for profits and I really didn't end up going much anywhere else, to be honest. Um, And that's where often when someone says, oh, but someone's like 20K away from me, what does that mean? And I'm like, it's fine. Trust me, no one's, you will get those bookings and you're more likely to get them if you're in a niche community. And you're not often in the same communities. If you are, then, yeah, you're going to have to work together on this one, you know, but um, it's often not the case. Yes. Any other questions?
1: Um, I did have one. So the booking system um, that was in the course, do you yes. use that for all bookings?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so that is most. Yeah, public and private. Yeah. So, to say just your normal public, you've got a venue. A, you never pay for venues, and we'll have to get into that another day. Yeah. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You don't need mm-hmm. to, but. Um you would do a public one and then for your private totally because private hosts don't want to be burdened with you know trying to get people's money it's not fair on them and they don't have time to do it so the convenience of that is they just go hey this is it i'm having it here here's a link pay um and they don't have to be responsible and i think that's a really important part mm-hmm. of it but okay if you were to do not for profit they will probably ask you to invoice that so. okay. yeah um again often people get a little bit stuck with well what do you mean what i'm going to price and It's just a matter of having a conversation. So, with not for profits, you might go, Why do you want to do it? And they might go, Oh, and I've had this, I've got some funding, we just need to get rid of it. Okay. Um, (laughs) How much funding have you got? And they'll just tell me, and then I'll be like, Look, you know, I'm pretty happy to run a session at this amount. And I think at the very beginning of it all, A, with public and private, you don't really want to undercut it. You don't actually want to undercut anyone around you. So, you need to find out what everyone else is charging. If it's outrageous, then bring it to me. You know, we, we want, we're an affordable, accessible company. So, if you go, oh, my God, but they're 100, charging 100 and I really think that's unfair, then come to me. But we don't ever undercut in that area. But if you're having a one-on-one conversation, for example, in the not-for-profit, um, it's really important for you to know your time as well. So, sit down, have a moment, think, what is my time valued at? And not that you'll charge that for your sessions, but for me in my career as a business person, that was the most invaluable thing that I could have ever done because I was selling myself out way too often. Um, and sometimes I'll say no for no reason. So, for example, if there was a couple down the road and they were five minutes down the road, and I'm a single mum, so if my mum happened to be coming over on Sunday and these people were dying for a session, um, then I might say to them, well, yeah, I'm happy to come over 150. You know, because I'm not paying for childcare. I was literally staying at home watching Netflix anyway. Um, and it's still 150 bucks for two hours. Like, winning. You know, I don't earn that as a nurse. Mm. But if I, for example, say it was a Monday and I was really busy, I had heaps of appointments and I had to pay for childcare, then maybe that's not enough for me anymore. You know, and I think it's okay to, to really sit down and go, what do I value my time at? Um, and sometimes you might undercut. You know, sometimes you might get that not for profit really small and he says, we don't have any money. Would you mind coming? And if you turn around and say, look, I can't do it on this day because it's my busiest day for bookings and I'm meant to be working. Um, But how about we do it on this morning? I'm pretty quiet anyway. Would you mind if I bought my kids so I don't have to organise that part of it? If that's the case, then, you know, I'll come for 50 or come for free. You know, like it's really, I think it's important. But in those circumstances, going back to your question, this is generally invoices. Um, So then you just simply... You can use any free online invoice platform. You can use Word document. It doesn't matter. But when you're doing invoices, ask them what they need from you. So some people are really strict. They're like, I want this on it, 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 because they have to submit it to their bookkeeper and their bookkeeper's really strict. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, whatever, just put a flat amount okay. and say first aid, back first aid. Um, and then generally, yeah, that's an invoiced um, booking. But other than that, um, there's no really other forms of bookings. Um, you know, some people, don't want to go through a booking platform and maybe they want to do cash and that's, you know, whatever. The only risk I'd like to outline with that is insurances. So um if you do that, then, you know, you do what you want in the end, but it's, it's generally not advisable. Yeah. And for example, if you're running a private session and they're like, we want to give you cash in the day, I could probably almost guarantee you that you might get some cancellations and you might meet not might not meet your minimum numbers. So if you're using a platform you can say, Hey Liz, you know, only three people are booked in and my minimum was five. Yeah. Um definitely. you kinda of have that. Yeah. cause you do you do get stuffed around a little bit if that's not the case. Not intentionally. Um, yeah, but it's the only thing to be conscious of. Um
1: Yeah. And with um I was watching the in the business. Um, I think it was from the conference, the videos, um, and then they were talking about influencers um, yep. on social media. So if you yep. were to approach one of them, do you recommend like offering to do a
0: free session for them or? Yeah, it'll it'll generally be free. Yeah. Um, that's just the reality of yeah. it. We love it. Right. If you can get your hands on someone who does influence their local community, um it's great does it ever mean direct bookings no mm-hmm. to be honest um it's generally just as a collective as a brand a really good thing mm-hmm. um i know shelly did um the granddads which were on the blog. that was so much fun she didn't realize it was them till after i don't know whether you're a blog fan um but that's something that she can share on her you know socials and stuff yeah. so it's really good. Um, The only, the the really most beneficial influencers that you can contact are generally your local ones that are really well connected with the community. Um, You know, so for example, if you have a mum blogger who just writes the most amazing posts, Um, They're the ones that might actually convert into bookings. Um, The ones where you can look on their Facebook page and they've got like 50 comments, you know, even 20 comments. Um, Getting trusted people in the community to spread word of mouth is really, really powerful. And that might not be the the most popular person on social media. It might just be the one who's attending all those mothers' groups or running those volunteer play groups. Um, They're people that are genuinely really really would be a good investment to say, I'd love to run a free session. Could you invite some of your family and friends around? Um, in exchange, would you mind sharing a post and just keeping, you know, my business cards? And if you find another mum, this could really help, then I'd really appreciate if you could share that. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, but just start keeping a list.
1: Yeah. But make
0: sure they align, you know. So if you sit there and you do the marketing plan, whatever it is, yeah. Um, and you sit there and go, you know, it doesn't really align, then don't do it. That's just my advice to you. Yeah. It's, it's nice, to touch base, be friends with everyone, um, always talk about what you do. You know, how often I say, have you posted yet to your family and friends that you completed the course? You know, um, really be proud of what you do and the fact that it's a national organisation. Do do a, a personal post and do let people know what you do. Do, you know, some people change their Facebook cover. You know, that's I think all that stuff really... Um, it can be really nerve wracking to do because you don't want people going, oh, what are you doing? Um, but it's, it's probably, yeah, it's in the most important part of yeah. that, part of the step of getting out. There. That was one
1: of my questions too, was, can I do that?
0: <laughs> yeah. So you, I
1: can do that totally. from my private, um, Facebook, like,
0: um, yes. yes. Yep. I think it's a really good idea. Um, You can have LinkedIn. A lot of people work paramedics on LinkedIn, so you can link it as your, um, the paramedic movement, it it puts it as your employer, but that's a really strong thing to do as well in LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn, can't rave on about it enough. Um, And then also Instagram um, is another one. So we did, we used to have a cover, which I don't know where it is because we don't talk too much about social media anymore. Um, but go to Instagram, see what some other people doing. They're not doing logos. You do your own. So what you do, I don't know if you ever use Canva. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a whole new story. Mm. Yeah, if you do an Instagram, put your image and do a personal image or really, you know, one with your baby right. or whatever. And then if you go into Google Drive and get the PNG logo. Now, what PNG means, it has a clear background mm. and put the clear logo just at the bottom and use that as your Instagram profile pic. And then that means when you're commenting, and I love Instagram for this, and I think it was briefly mentioned in the convention, but then when you're commenting, people are like, paramedic, what did you do? You know, and you can you can hashtag, you can search cafes and stuff like that. So that's the other option. Other option is groups. Um, To be honest, I think they're getting a little bit outdated. Um, I don't think many people use groups. Some of our older ones might have some existing ones, but they're bloody hard work and... Yeah, it's really maybe you can put a Facebook post up and ask who still has one and if they like it and what they get from it. Um, not many people okay. have it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Hmm, so I think that's it. Um, okay, cool. So, um, I'll jump off now. Um, do you have any other direct corrections before I go?
1: Um, I just one with the Google Drive. <laughs> um, I
0: yes, have okay. I've
1: logged in. And I can't seem to see, like, any of the files or, like,
0: saying... Yes, not okay. done. <laughs> We've had some trouble on our end. I literally just sent an email saying, Tegan, hey, let's try and okay. work this out. Yeah, it hasn't been done. Um We we did a big mm-hmm. cleanup, up, uh, which meant we had to go back and clean everything up. But it will be done this week, I promise. Mm-hmm. That's why. But great, you've logged in because when it's there, mm-hmm. it will just be there. Um in the meantime, more than happy to send you a temporary Dropbox link. So I'll send this after. We just moved from Dropbox because people are like, you want me to do Dropbox? You want me to do Google? You want me to do this? So we're trying to keep everything in the one spot. So Google Drive's kind of mm-hmm. new to us. But I've still got all the files okay. in Dropbox. So I can send you a temporary oh, file you. if be you great. like. Thank you. Okay, cool. So you can get started mm. that way. Um And yeah, that's it about Google Drive.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: But if anyone is having a problem with Google Drive, the main problem that we're getting at the moment is that people aren't logging in under Paramedic. Mm -hmm. So you have to go and log into Google and then go into Mm -hmm. the the folders to access it. Um, And I think that's it. Now, before you go, um, have you submitted your EOI for Team Leader? Because I'm going to sit down and do that today as well. Okay, wonderful. All right. So what I'm going to do now is I'll introduce you to a Team Leader. Um, Your Team Leaders are really there for... Because we are, things are changing a lot. They do. And especially now during COVID-19, it's is hectic. Um, can we stop changing? No, because we wouldn't continue to survive no. through this. So, but there is lots of lots of changes. So, your team leaders are really good people to kind of go, what the hell is that talking about? <laughs> or I saw this post about an event. What is that event? So they're really good just to provide direction on anything that I've announced. Telegram is the most important place to be because that's where I'm like, hey, there's a live Hey, there's a workshop. Hey, if you want this, it's there. Um, So make sure you're in Telegram. Um, So I'll connect you to your team leader today. Perfect. Thank you. My pleasure. And there you have it, folks. Thanks again to my participant for allowing me to record. I hope you enjoyed this help desk. If you do have any further questions, be sure to pop it into our Facebook group or book in your private one-on-one help desk session with me. Thanks, guys.